This is a headgum podcast. This ain't that long term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Mama Bear, Mike Carnell, the host of the Twin Innovation Podcast, the podcast for all your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, cons, grifts, hustles. Any way you're making them money, we're here to talk about it. As always, I'm joined by my two oldest, best, and weirdest friends in the world, the identical Rosenberg twins to my left, David Rosenberg. Howdy, folks. How you doing out there? Ah, to my right, Jeffrey Rosenberg. Hola, mis amigos. How are we doing, boys? It's been about 10 days since we saw each other. It's been a long, long time. Beatles? Yeah, mm-hmm, that's maybe. the Beatles. a Beatles song. How was Thanksgiving? It was you, mediocre you brought the girl. Best. You brought the, the lady home. Brought the lady home. To meet your poppy for the first meet time. Meet and meet mama, too. How did... Be straight up. How did it go with dad? Because you were a little nervous. Uh, it was okay. Yeah? It was What's o- the worst thing that happened? Can't say, Mike. Come on. <laughs> this is the uh, pod, Well, on, on, on the drive back from the train station, he did kind of like very quickly get into uh, a story from More of a school. diatribe, I'm guessing. But that like really didn't reflect so well on our families. <laughs> uh-huh. About you or about him? Uh, it was actually about Dave. <laughs> Dude, I, I thought it was going it, to... It's absurd. Were you guys in the car together when he told the no, story? No, no, no. Just well, tell, tell the story. No. Come on, dude. dude it's, it's rude. Come on. It's, it's not Listen, tell no it. Part tell it, it and if it's funny. really bad, we'll have Nick like just put a long beep and we'll cut it out. So tell it, and then so. if the viewers will know that if they hear a long beep, that means right. that it was deemed right, not so acceptable for the He's telling the story about how uh, a friend of Dave's came over to what the What friend? Pod. First name. Well, no, we're not going mean, to... First name. I mean, it's probably easier to not beep and then go more okay, general yeah, yeah, with yeah. the story. Okay, fine. She comes over because they were having a tiff of sorts and... Uh, this is the girl the, that David was dating. Uh, they're just friends with. And okay. they had, they had a, a tiff and uh, I guess they... He wasn't responding to calls. Yeah, pause so. really quick. Say the name, Nick. Can you bleep it? Yeah. Bleep the name. Who? No, dude. Say I don't it. Want to He's do gonna that. bleep it. Okay. And uh, so okay. she comes over with uh, a friend to the to the door. Uh, you know, it's like the middle of the night. My dad, and he doesn't like guests coming oh, over. Yeah, late I'm sure night. he was very uh, upset. And then like goes up to Dave's room, and he's like, "Hey, uh, and her her." Uh, fat friend or oh here. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave, like, because he's on the, the front door side, he, like, looks out the window and he goes, That's her mom. <laughs> oh my god. Your dad told the story about himself? No, nah, I mean, I was just, I don't know why. That doesn't reflect poorly on Dave at all. I think we keep the pot. I think we keep I, the story. I said the family, not Dave. Yeah. It does reflect <laughs> poor. I mean, that is straight up your dad in a nutshell for any viewers that were wondering. Boy. He's but okay. I mean, he's kind of a fuck face. <laughs> I'll say it. He's been a fuck face to me my whole life. I think he's a fuck face. And I hope he's listening. <laughs> I think you're a fucking bitch, dude. <laughs> Easy, <bro. laughs> what was the best thing that happened? Um, best thing we went to we went to bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, they, for the listeners who don't know, that's the bar we oinked out the last time you were home that stripped you at twenty bucks. Yeah. So, so you went back and spent money there? I actually don't think I spent money. I think I let, uh, let you know, the Remar. No, Remar and the family were there. Oh, so they were, you know, very Steve generous. Joan were there. Very generous people. They're pictures fantastic. after pictures. I don't know Bert if I was there or did you just no, go? No, no. Yeah. You went to the parents you wish you had. 
You met up with the <laughs> you met up with the family you wish you had. Be cool, dude. It's the holiday season. It's about love. It's about share. And how was bar? It was fun. Did you mention that? Okay. That actually wasn't the best part. It was just having having someone special to spend time with. There you go. And uh, also seeing the arrival. That movie is I dope. Seen it yet. I oh, I saw it last night or Sunday night. Davey, what was the worst part of your Thanksgiving? The worst part? Uh, it's probably going back to Connecticut. The drive. The train. The train. Woo. So I was in Tenafly the first part of the weekend, which right. was very pleasant. What was the best part? Uh, the family, the food, the laughs, the singing. Hey. Not at home, in Tenafly. In Tenafly, right. yes. All right. Because we, we microwaved our Thanksgiving meal because we get it the night before. It's not the way I'd like to do Thanksgiving. But so you brought your girl, your, your dad. Your mom cooked, though, right? No, mom went to visit brother. Mm. That's rough. Mike, wait, was he fucking Tim Allen in the Santa Claus? <laughs> you like Oso Buco? That's a deep cut quote from Santa Claus for those of you who are following. Uh, I'll tell you guys the worst part of mine, but it deals with this week's Beef of the Week. This is a segment of the show where we call out those who have wronged us. Mine's more of a general thing now. I went on, I flew out to Los Angeles right after Thanksgiving because I had a week off work. And I met up with the Podfathers, recorded an app for them, and then Jakey. And I went on uh, an epic California road trip. For those of you following my Instagram, it was pretty cool. I was posting a lot of cool photos. Mm-hmm. But my beef is with anyone in the history of the world who has ever told you that you need to wake up and see a sunrise because it's bullshit, dude. Have you ever woken up? Have you ever been like on a trip? Mm. And you're like, we gotta see the sunrise yeah, over the, seems like over the would, dunes. It would ruin the next day. We gotta see the sunrise over the dunes. The colors. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It's not awesome. Their colors aren't good. Right. Anyone who's telling you this is bullshit. Go. It's too crisp. It's just like the light is done so quick. So you get up, you're in the dark, you're cold, you're fucking tired. So and specifically Jake that wanted to wake up for a sunrise. No, no, we so. both decided to because everyone was like, you gotta see the sunrise right. in Death Valley. And we were just like, all right, let's do it. And I mean, we were there and it was just like, it was like kind of cold and we're shivering, just like throwing right. rocks around. We're, There's also no end to it. You know, the yeah. sun is always, I mean, it like, continues okay. rising till it hits the high point. Yeah. But sunsets, you're, you're done when it's done. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that's a, that's a good point. But like, we, we were just sitting there like kind of cold, throwing rocks around, like killing time. We're like, all right, it's almost above the mountains. <laughs> and it was just like a normal sun color. Right. And I, except it happened at fucking 630 in the morning on my goddamn vacation. That's and bullshit, sun, bud. You get everything you need from the sunset. No more pretending. Beefing out the sun. sun. Dangerous, bud. I'm beefing out sunrise, people. You guys are assholes. You gotta go sunset. You think you're better than the sunset, yeah, people? I, I think, you think you're better you than the sunset, people? Than the, and then we were up at like 7, and then it was like 7.15, and you're like, all right, I guess the sun's just <laughs> up now, and <laughs> no. that's our day. It was fun. I mean, it actually ended up being a good thing that that's we were That's over up. dunes, though? It was over the... Um, some sort of dunes in Death Valley that we were... I thought that's what Death Valley colors. was plains. It's dunes. No, it's like rocks and sand, and the, the rocks are very cool. Everything's... Sunset's beautiful. Go for the sunset. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Don't ever... I'm never waking up for a sunrise. If anyone's like, you want to go on a sunrise hike? I'm going to sock him in the nose. I'm done with sunrise. I don't even see how you do a sunrise hike. You wake up before the sunrise yeah. and then go, go pitch black hike. It's only, you know, if you go, if you leave yourself an hour before the right. sun, it's not pitch black. Okay. That's dangerous. I'll, I'll take your word for that because, yeah. boy, am I not up. Yeah, but well, then, like, right after that sun came up, it was like 7.15, or like, all right, how long our four-hour drive to Yosemite starts now? Jake put it in his phone, and it said 10 hours. We're like, what? This was, our whole trip is, like, 
plant like based on these four hour drives. Right. And they had just closed a, the main road that we needed to take into Yosemite to Ooh. get where we're going. So we had to drive cursed trip. We had to drive. That's three. a cursed trip, bud. Well, we bounced through it because we were like, oh, fuck. We have to drive two hours back the way we came and circle around the fucking south end of the park and then drive another four hours. I think what the listeners really want to know is were there any food challenges on this trip? Like, <laughs> no. How many hot dogs did you stuff <laughs> in your hole? <laughs> How many doggies, Mike? We did go to McDonald's How many doggies, Mikey? <laughs> so I stopped and I saw a fucking Philly cheesesteak record. It was, and we had a six-hour drive ahead of us. And I was like, JP, I gotta do it. It's who I am. It's my personality. I'm a fucking fat fucking clown, dude. It's all I got. <laughs> yeah, but we saw this ten-hour drive, and then I just, I was like, Jake, give me the keys. I was like, listen, we're gonna be fine. Whip it. I was like, I was like, hey, if I drive a hundred miles an hour. For the first few hours. And I just continually take, for every minute we drive, I'm taking one minute off of it. I was like, we'll get there in time. And he's like, I don't know. And I legit drove 100 miles an hour for like two and a half hours straight. And then when I got on the highway, it was minimum 85. I was probably doing like 90, 95. And we got, I shaped two hours. What are you on a Ford Fiesta? Uh, a Dodge Journey. Oh, wonderful. What's the mileage car. on that bad boy? I don't know, but it held up. Probably it's pretty good. Highway. And you know, when you get in the mountains, you, you're going to lose some gas, but mm-hmm. I fucking killed it. And also, driving 100 miles an hour in an empty desert is something I'd recommend. You're saying the minimum speed limit on the highway was 85? No, that was the minimum I was going to oh, drive I gotcha. to make up the time. That makes more sense. A lot of driving me. fast. We found like an abandoned, uh, in Death Valley, there was an abandoned. Uh, airplane like airport strip like a runway mm. and we were like driving out to go look at the stars like smoke oh, we look at the stars and we just ended up doing 90 like you couldn't really see where in front of you that far we ended up just doing 90 up and down the fucking runway pitch Not black pitch no black, headlights dude. maybe i'll post the video it's yeah, pretty fun sounds pretty fun it was fucking just ripping it and then we we're like oh everyone else can hear us you gotta do this. that in the rental cart too yeah dude just fucking punching it open her up Really see what Open happened. up that dojo. Let her purr a little bit. <laughs> yeah, my beef of the week. Fuck you, everyone who tells, has ever told me that I need to be up for a sunrise. Any travel book that has ever told anyone they need to be up for a sunrise, it's bullshit. All you need is a sunset. Mm-hmm. Are, all, are we all in agreement? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you, uh, you ranted for a while. I guess that's the truth. Uh, guys, that was the beef of the week. Let's hear it for, let's hear it for the beef. Mm. For those of you who are listening for the first time, this show ain't about beefs. It's not about what we do. This show is about making money. Now, the three of us, we're about to take turns. We each pitch our scheme of the week. Now, this is an invention. Uh, sometimes it's just petty larceny, uh, some minor fraud. Uh, sometimes it's just straight-up theft. Or it could also be like an app idea, an invention. There's no limit to how you can make money in this country. And that's mm-hmm. what beautiful. That's what's beautiful. So the three of us will go around. We'll each take a turn. We'll present our scheme of the week. And to lead us off, as always, our resident guru, a man who doesn't just think outside the box, quite frankly, he is the box, Big Papa Plump, the most smelly with the most belly, Dave Rosenberg. Howdy, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. How are we all doing during this holiday time of year? Oh, it wet. Is, wet. Wet. A little wet. It it's rainy wet. in New York. And for those of you, if Dave's coming off a little stiff, it's because he, he reads off his phone. Yeah, all no, don't come off ra- as stiff. I'm saying if he does come off as stiff. Mm. Not that you are. I'm not. I'm all right. cool. Well, continue with your pitch, sir. <laughs> I'm loose. I'm a loosey-goosey. <laughs> so is anyone cold? Is anyone warm? 
Or is uh, anyone just I'm right? I'm my always a little sweaty because I took my shoes off because my socks are wet. But my top half is pretty toasty right uh, now. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's, we're in the Headgummy Studios, the only place hotter than Nick's apartment. <laughs> it's not bad though. Uh, uh, I kind of like it on sweltering this day. in here. Well, allow me to pose a question to the masses. Please do. What's your favorite treat to eat on a sweltering hot day? I mean, ice cream. Ice cream, uh, I like you a, say. A shaved Italian ice. I was going to say, some sort of ice, some, something ice-based. Mm-hmm. Maybe a popsicle. Ice cream it is, folks. Is that well, the answer? I say yay. Yes. Because there's nothing better than a cold treat to cool you down. And, uh, <laughs> you know, to really uh, cool you down. To cool down your hot... You lost your, you lost your place uh, on yeah, the phone? Yeah, yeah. But I must pose more questions to get to the cold heart of the issue. Okay, please do. Whatever is one to do if they'd like to treat themselves to something yummy like that in the dead of winter? Uh, you either tough it out and you're cold or you bring it home where it's warm and you eat it there. Is there no solution to how, <laughs> <laughs> how ice cream can scale past the dog days of summer and still be a hot commodity come Hanukkah? Hmm. Is this because we walked past the ice cream place that last time we were uh, recorded? And I said, hey, what, how do they make money in the winter? That's exactly what we're talking about, <laughs> folks. I'd like to take it upon myself to fix all your worries because at the end of the day, that is what I'm here for. It's time to turn up the temperature and step into the pitch zone. Batter up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Tell me, what do you got? How do you solve this problem? I'd like to introduce you... To King David's new line of hot, tasty yum-yums you can enjoy all year round. Love it. But especially during the cold seasons. Mm-hmm. We're taking ice cream and we're turning it upside down, torching it, and serving it to you as a hot, delicious, soup-style beverage. <laughs> so if you were a fan of my episode 30 <laughs> idea, what we talked about. I did it again, <laughs> then you're going to love my new hot creamies you just wrote down what we now talked about last creamies week creamies are the perfect way to start your morning or end your day not only does it provide the nutritional benefits needed for your daily diet but it's also so yummy your tummy will have you farting for more a jar of hot creamies will run you 3.99 the last time i checked star fucks or duncan ghost sluts couldn't top that so are you in for a jar of my hot creamies boys uh so couple clarification questions this is like it's so it's a hot milkshake pretty much that's what we're talking about buddy can i uh, some context for the listeners dave and i walked to the subway together after we recorded the last episode we walked by williamsburg creamery i said how do they make money in the winter and dave goes what if you could just melt it and i was and then i said that's just milk and here we are. <coughs> Ten it's not days just later. milk. It's a cream, it's a cream of cream milk. Yeah. And, and there's nothing healthy. wrong with taking problems, issues, and conversations that happen in your everyday life, turning them upside down, and torching them. How are you packaging it? How are you selling it? <laughs> how are you packaging it? I'd like it? to try it? it. I mean, I would try. I mean, I like. I drink the ice cream when it melts in a bowl. Yeah, but it's fair. But it's hot. I mean, how hot? Bubbling hot. <laughs> Wouldn't it curdle? Isn't like, yeah. I'm wondering. I, I feel like there's. Nick, did you look hot. up the the laws there's, of curdling? Uh, there's something with milk that if you you bring it to, the I don't think you're boil, supposed to bring it to that. It's hot on the spot. You know, we don't. We you, you're not buying this at a store. So talking hot. chocolate. You're not vanilla. buying it at a store. What, is this? Uh, you're going brick and mortar with this. People come in and get a hot creamy. Yeah, hot creamy, hot creamies to go. Or you can, of course, heat up some of our cold creamies. 
and, and you'll get the, the hotter version of the cream. Mm, so that's ice right. cream. So you can take ice cream. You're also an ice cream store. Well, you know, it's also like a, a recipe of sorts, so a secret recipe. Do you have like um, like a little walk station where you're like scooping out the ice? Like that'd be kind of cool. Mm. I'll play devil's advocate and be on your side here. That'd be nice. I'd so, appreciate that. <laughs> so is it like you walk in and it's like a traditional ice cream place where you see all the flavors right. and you're like, I want that one. That one, you're scooping it up. Yeah, how many squirts you want? Are you throwing it on a hot pan and then you were like watching it go Ooh, and like cooking it down? You're you're painting the picture better than I could. I imagined it being in like a vat, like a like a, a Hale and Hardy, and they just kind of ladle out the hot and creamy. No, Nick, what do you got about curdling? Can you heat up milk? Because also, listen, I make. A, whoa, Dave just took off his shirt and has a full girdle on. I'll take a I'll take a quick pick for the. <laughs> Not a girdle. What do you mean? mean? Take your don't block That's it. It's a Velcro girdle. Dave, look at me. Smile. I'll post know, this photo. I don't know it. how to smile. What is that girdle all about, bud? Uh, well, this <laughs> Let's was, take a break from the too pitch. too many hot and creamies? <laughs> this is uh, a future idea, and I'm working on a prototype right now. It's a corset for men? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, uh, what, what's the name of it? Uh, I was saying it to you earlier, Jeff and Nick. Spanx. No, yeah, it's Sp- they're Spanx. Manx? Spanx. But Manx for men? Spanx. No. I think they do make Spanx for men. It's, they're uh, just Spanx. It's not like it's a unisex thing. Yeah, but I think they probably say on the label that it's for men. Otherwise, men wouldn't, uh, you know, indulge in such a feminine product because they believe so. All right. I want to, Nick, <laughs> have we figured it? Because I make eggnog every year, right? I make eggnog from scratch mm-hmm. for the holidays, alcoholic. Family recipe, one of my favorite things to do. What, what did you just Google? Cook milk? <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I, Nick, yeah, what did cook milk? Did you Google cook milk? Producer Nick? All right, Dave. Of course you can. You should have brought a couple of prototypes for the boys yeah. today. Well, I have, well so you can't, but you do have to be careful with the heat because you can burn milk. Totally. Like when I when I cook the um, you might have to get some double boilers here, bud. Because when I do the eggnog, you know, it's all cream based. Mm-hmm. You do a double boiler, which is a pot with water that's boiling, and then another pot on top of it where you put the cream. So you get the heat of the steam in the boiling, but you're not like it's not direct heat. Right. It's indirect heat. Correct. So you might have to come up with some technology, a double boiler technology. I like that idea. And, and it's then, a good one. And what type of, uh, we're talking just your, your classic nilly and chalky, or it's it's the whole gamut? It's Yeah, it's sort of like a Cold Stone right. type of uh, gamut. I think you want to go Cold Stone. And I know you want like the big vats, but I think it's cooler to be like, I'll oh, scoop your, your cold cream out, because mm-hmm. then you can also... S- just turn it into a regular ice cream place place in the summertime you know if you if you go brick and mortar with just hot creamies you're gonna be fucked so right. you're thinking you, yeah. you you fry uh isn't that what's fried ice cream all about i don't know how they nick can you google uh, this is our producer what's nick up with fried you know? ice cream i google, think they probably google, they probably uh, bear google batter. the phrase what's up with fried ice cream <laughs> they probably bear batter like the scoop <laughs> and fried ice cream fry. how does it not melt it inside I think because you're probably doing like a quick little 20 second fry, and then you throw it right on the plate, and then you have to you have to like dig Nick, in immediately. Nick, what do you got? Uh, okay, in a shallow dish. In a shallow corn dish. Cornflakes and cinnamon. Cornflakes deep, and cinnamon. Deep fryer. Deep fryer. Uh, Give me yeah. the gist, dude. People are listening on the podcast. Go to Tasty, for, dude. Go to Tasty. for a lecture, dude. How does it? How do they fry ice cream? All right, so you roll your ice cream in your in your cornflakes and your cinnamon. Uh, Say bear batter, Nick. Say bear batter. Uh, because, all right, so what Nick's saying is you take the ice cream ball, you roll it in cinnamon mm-hmm. and cornflakes, which gives you, I guess, a protective crust. Right. 
and then you fry it. It still feels like it'd be really I hot. I think you need a fast fry. Or what'd you say? Quick fry? What, deep, deep yeah, fry. but uh, okay, All okay. right, back to hot creamies. I think you go brick and mortar ice cream shop and this is your specialty in the winter. <clears throat> yeah, so I can sell the recipe to a bunch of ice cream stores. It's not a recipe. It's just melting ice cream. What would happen if you... Is, is it the same as... I mean, as I mean you, I'm on your team, but like you're not fucking... If you microwave melted ice cream, way. what would happen? Nick, can you Google that? <laughs> Nick, Microwa- can you Google... Microwave melted ice cream? What's up with cream? microwave... Melted ice cream. Microwave melted ice cream. Thank you. It seems like something bad. It sounds like something bad happens. Something bad's got to happen. So, Dave, can you walk us through, like, do you have all the flavors? I mean, the flavors are, you know, they, they top out where your imagination does. and it's You got a rocky they, road? You know, there's, there's over 49 flavors, and when you're willing to combine them, that, that ends up being in the millions. Yeah, I guess the math checks out there. How what's, Is it a normal ice cream prices? Well, yeah, I'll run you around three ninety nine, but that's for like a soup style bowl, if you will, like, or like, like a, a milkshake. If you went bowl. to Hale and Hardy, you got like a bowl of soup. Yes, it's that size. Yep, three ninety nine is a pretty good price. I don't know We're if people are going to want to drink that much cream. Seems are they drinking it or are they spooning it? I think it's harder to like down a thing of melted cream than it is to like enjoy an ice cream cone. Because the thing with ice cream mm-hmm. is I'm that it's the yours. process. You know, like you you're licking it, you're fighting right. the milk, you're finding the melt. You're, you're tonguing it around. You're, uh-huh. you, everyone's got their own style. Well, maybe it's a straw-based thing instead of a spoon-based yeah, thing. Yeah, it could also be just like a, a hot milkshake. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> How many did you have before you came here, bud? How many hot milkshakes? Yeah. Do you think the Spanx are making it difficult to breathe? That's why you're kind it of feels like you're having up a, a little bit. The, the Spanx are... Do us a favor. I think while, un- drink, while drinking a beer with the Spanx is probably... Undo it. Undo the No, it's part of my therapy. Undo it. it. Me. Undo it. I'm I trying understand. to think of the name of the therapy. It's something that I think autistic children have All to right, use. Compression. Compression therapy, yeah. Undo it. So really what quick. this does is, is it feels like someone's... Hugging me all day long, which I really like. <laughs> yeah, you have been very. Oh, let's nice. hear it. There it goes. Whoa, my God. He's pouring <laughs> out of the thing. Oh, so it's a Velcro so corset the- on top of Spanx. Yeah. Where does, the, where does that end? You don't want to know, buddy. <laughs> is, is that, uh, does that go into the undies? Uh, you know, Are you c- tucked in right now? No, I mean, it could go over or under, you know. But you it's, can, it's around your legs. You, you step, it hugs you, the hips a little bit. But, that's, but you, you know. step into that? You stepped into that? <laughs> I did it's step It's a step into, in? Yeah. What Is it you, a step in? Yeah, I stepped into it. And you've been wearing this every day for how long? to help you get it off at the end of the day? Well, Peel I Peel it off your milky Sunday body? Sunday I did a little trial period, and then yesterday she helped me, and today I did it on my own. Big boy. Yeah, so I, yeah, I'm testing it out. All right, well, let's this get... This is day two? This is day three, if you count uh, Sunday. You just count whatever days you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the count you, is how many days you've done it. And do you wash it? It's, it's only been day three, Jeff. Hell, you dude, you've been sweating into that thing and uh-huh. putting it back on. You got to Febreze it or something. Yeah, glitter on your face, too. The glitter is actually from a bath bomb that I've been using, and I didn't realize there was glitter these past 10 days. in the uh, inner circle of it. So yeah. there's definitely a lot of glitter on my face. And, uh, and in your hair, in I, your hat. Yes, I, I didn't know. Right, let's get back like... <laughs> to the creamies. We'll talk about this uh, during our break. The hot creamies. I'll ask the question we all want to know, Jeffrey. For hot creamies. It's three ninety nine for a classic ice cream bowl size, or you can get. We well, actually cup. don't use the ice cream word. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you. Were, I thought you agreed that it was best to sell it ice cream during the summer. Yeah, but 
until the we my call those lo- cold until my, creamies. Until my lawyers have taken a look. We're we gonna, call those cold non-hot creams. <laughs> All right, uh, for three scoops of non-hot cream, that is uh, three ninety-nine. All right, so Jeffrey, for hot creamies, we'll focus on that squirts the melted milk milkshake. That is basically uh, hot hot ice cream that right. you can drink. Three ninety-nine. Uh-huh. Are you in as a customer, investor, or both? Uh, I think, believe it or not, I'm in as both. I'm All pretty right. curious here. And the I investing think, is actually I'm a little more skeptical of. Well, I think uh, investing is, as you said, a, a, a couple th- let the, double boilies. Let the know? listeners know the thinking behind this. Why are, why are you in? What Why? I mean, because Dave's not in a good place right now. What about the idea intrigues you? <laughs> what do uh, you mean? The spanks are fine. I love myself a good it's shake. A um, we're testing it out. Grew up on milk, <laughs> and by God, I will die by milk. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it may as well be from a hot creamy. I think that's I how like. I that's how I came into this world, and this is how I'll go out. Dave, I, I, you might be surprised, you know, because I've come at you hard, but I'm in as a customer and an investor. <laughs> Thank you. And here's what I think. I was with you when you thought of this idea. Ice cream places are fucking suffering, dude. It's, it's hard enough to go brick and mortar in Williamsburg, especially mm-hmm. off the Bedford and all, stuff. You know, all they if have is not pushing, hot chocolate. That's the only, and I feel like yeah. a lot of these places don't even do the hot chocolate. If you're not pushing fucking hot creamies in the wintertime, how are you going to make money? So I It think does it, sound a lot like hot chocolate now that you bring that up. Well, uh, there's no, no texture to the hot chocolate. Yes, right. it's true. It's thicker. The hot right. creamies are thicker. Right. Uh, and I, honestly, I, I would try it. So it's that's like, why a, it's a like the butternut squash of ice cream. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I would try it, so that's why well, I'm in there's as a, a butternut squash flavor, yeah, a little fall, a little fall, fall flavored hot creamy. Yep, I think bad. it's a. I at least think it's worth trying out because at the very worst, if nobody likes the hot creamies, right. you still got an ice you cream. You know, place. these hot I want to try it, and that that's that's enough to get someone to buy it. These hot I think coffees, that most people would try. It. I think the, people would be like, "What? Mm-hmm. The hot mm-hmm. teas, the coffees, the the hot chocolates. They're also." You know, liquid that they just pass right through. Those are called I'm, drinks. I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to bulk up the liquid for is a little drinks. bit. Yeah, yeah, but you, mine you, is you also might a find drink, a nice little niche a little in, bit more texture in, in the, the weightlifting people. You know, it's full of protein. Yeah, you could drop some protein powder in there. Well, you know, we, we like, to, into we a like to keep craze. the flavors really pure. Okay. All right, well, let's hear it for Davey, okay? Very it's nice, Davey. Nothing from concentrate. You know, you took your hat off, your shirt off, your girdle off, and your spanks off. It's not off, a girdle. And I feel like, feel like you're back. You were, yeah, felt, you were feeling very... It nothing to do with being con- fat. If anything, I've lost a lot of weight. No. Due to my... Actually, the due tummy to, is holding a little, a little bit. thick. But the, you, you know, lost weight in the face is what you did. That's a good place to lose weight. Though. Oh, yeah. You had a fat, stupid face for a while. My face is fat now, and I'm trying to, like, just fucking Does get my face down. look better now? Yeah. Look, the beard helps. Yeah. The beard helps because it... It hides your face. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, Dave. Good job. <laughs> All right. You guys know what time it is. It's time for the more enigmatic of the two twins, a little more feminine features, soft eyes, and a yes. black, cold heart. Hmm, thank you. El Jefe, Jeff Rosenberg. What do you got this week, bud? <sighs> Allow me, if you will, to pose a question. Please do. What's the biggest price gouge... This fair city sees during the holidays parking, parking tickets. During, okay, tickets, Dave. Uh, you know the uh, CPCs on Facebook ads can really pump up because a lot of advertisers <laughs> That's are, our digital are, are, really, are really pushing their Q4 what does CPC goals. CPC stand for cost per click. Cool, Jeff. What's the answer? Oh, you're all wrong here. Uh, trees, trees. It yeah, is trees, I Michael. Knew it. I, I had an answer prepared before you said this holiday season. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, it's clearly trees. <laughs> 
for our little festive fun, you got to dish out oodles of Christmas cheese at a ridiculously high markup. Mike, didn't he actually just run into a problem uh, with I, these? So uh, I bought a tree last night. For you people in uh, rural areas in the city, we have uh, every couple blocks, we have uh, people that have a bunch of trees, maybe 100 trees. It's like trees. bodegas. Like yeah, bodegas they're like street bodegas, and you, they're cut, they're wrapped, and you, you buy them on the go. I'm actually in currently... Uh, embattled in quite the fuck up with the guy I bought my tree from Please, last Michael, night. Michael, tell the story. So, I mean, we have we moved into a new place. We got 16-foot ceilings. I'm thinking, let's fucking ball out on the Christmas tree and at a minimum 10-foot. You got to go. Minimum 10-foot. you go higher. Had, so we, well, I, was at a, I went to eat at Roebling Tea Room, not too far from this studio last mm-hmm. night, at Extra Fancy, which I'll be stopping by on the way once you hear this story. Uh, at Extra Fancy, they had a tree place, and it said free delivery, which, like, in the city is pretty fucking clutch. Because if you get a 10-foot... What am I going to fucking... You got, you got them four flights, too, and all Yeah, all so they go up the stairs. I was like, this is great. I saw their tree that they had as their display that was about 11 feet long. 10 and a half, 11 feet. I said, I want that one. I want the big boy. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, great. We're talking about it. He's like, I'll get it to you tomorrow morning between 9 and 12. Uh, the guy, he was kind of a nice dude. But then I realized as I was leaving, we like didn't get a receipt. Like, I just took a photo of, like, the information I filled out for him to, like, have proof that I did it. And, you gave him And we cash? gave him, like, cold, hard cash. Right. And they were like, all right, see you tomorrow, dude. And uh, this morning didn't show up. This afternoon was like, oh, I'm so sorry. We were late. We'll come uh, tonight. Just got a text from Sarah being like, they can't even come tonight. I don't know what's going on. And we're going to a Knicks game tomorrow night, so I can't, I can't do that. And now it's the when am I? And they're right get, across the street right, right I'm now. I'm stopping by there after this fucking recording. I mean, get my fucking cash back. Why can't they come tonight? Uh, who fucking knows what these? I thought it was. Going, I, th- I thought they were going to deliver. The story was going. They delivered like a, a seven footer. No, no, I thought no. they, they just swindled. Didn't you on the deliver feet. the tree. In fact, I'm going to go, and if they still have the tree with lights on it, I'm going to be like fucking bullshit on that. Like, I'm glad you said that because that's where the pine guys come in. They're not going to give oh, you your text money me. back. I was. We were on a text thread. I was like, I'm going after these tree oh, guys yeah. after the podcast. Yeah, they're said, not going to give you. Your and money you said, back. don't mess with the pine guys. Don't Why mess not? with the pine. I'd be like, that's the tree I bought. It's not done. You haven't delivered it to me. I'll call the fucking cops right now, or I'll fucking bust your fucking nose. Sir, show us uh, your uh, receipt. I don't have it. <laughs> uh, Where's the guy I talked to? Proof of purchase here? Yeah, I got fucking five fingers coming for that fucking bridge of your nose, bro. Guys, in the wee Merry hours of Christmas. the morning, in the wee hours of the morning, when the only personnel there is a tired security guard freezing in a little wooden box booth, because there, there are security guards, our team of four swoops in for the grift. <laughs> we, we pistol whip him in the back of the head. <laughs> Decoy Dave stumbles through, knocking over a bunch of wreaths on his way Whoa. in, alerting the security guard who rushes over. Dazed by Dave's wicked scummy scent, Shockwave and I, my dear friend Chris Schaffa, uh, nab a couple of trees, throw them in the back of a pickup truck driven by, you guessed it, Mama Beer Mike oh, Carnot. And you, you know, know he hits that Hondo, too. Yeah, and you know what? When we played Halo back in the day, who was driving mm-hmm, the Warthog? Mm-hmm. Who was driving the Warthog? Following day, we set up shop right across the street, street for our <laughs> deeply discounted pines. <laughs> Because you can't tell a pine. What are they going to do? There's no serial numbers on these pine yeah, trees. Yeah, they all look alike. Fucking jabroni from uh, Montreal either. drove and it you down. Know, actually, believe it or not, I got this idea. You brought it up today about you getting the tree. But last Christmas, my friend Chris Sullivan, Shockwave, yeah, the we man. were Love, coming, back, coming back from a bar walking 
past the same place you're talking about and chris uh drunkenly just like ripped the tree out and like we're just like dragging it down the street i saw you guys the next day you're like we stole a christmas tree (laughs) yeah what so i had a christmas tree uh last year yeah Never, never got it set up. It like no. just par for the course, <laughs> kind of but, par for the course with but you. But we did have Gifted a tree, a tree and, and <laughs> they just left it to die out. Well, actually, uh, believe it or not, trees make very good kindling. If you have a little bonfire, true, true. that they go up real. They're dead day. when you buy them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's so what we're doing, guys. We're, we're how much we're a tree? Flipping trees because they're doing ten a foot. We're going there. ten uh, bucks a foot. We're just when going, they go low, we go high. <laughs> we're just going ten dollars cheaper at every place. Well, price that's point. zero dollars a foot. <laughs> well, uh, so assume the tree minimum is what five feet. So, so that's fifty bucks. So we do forty. If X stands for the value of the total tree, it'd right. be X minus ten. But what we do is like we, sim- gonna, we yeah. simply undercut because we're we want to shaft them, and we Ooh, also maybe that'd be a good name. So you simply measure- undercut. So you find oh. out what... Hit, ooh, undercut. Yeah. Undercut trees. Right, you are. That's actually a very good name, Dave. Thank you. I think you I go like and you add... Guys. You, maybe you have a scout too. Like, how much are the trees? Mm-hmm. I find out they're 10, foot a, uh, 10 a foot. You just measure trees in, pi- in price accordingly. I like that. Well, you're going to get hagglers. Well, maybe we call it we price go- accordingly. No, call it, under- <laughs> <laughs> call it undercut. I like undercut. Undercut's not bad. Uh, undercut brought to you by the Pine, pine Guys. Boys. Yeah, Pine Guys. Pine Guys. Yeah. It's like pit boys, but pine guys. Yeah, I like pine it. Pine guys. The pine guys. You bring the twine, we grab the pine. All right, let's hear it for Jeff. Very good, Jeff. All right, Davey, I'll ask the question we all want to know now. I mean, you're part of the scheme, <clears throat> but are you in as a customer, which I guess would be you'd, you would buy the trees from Jeff, and are you in as an investor, which would mean that you're in on the scheme of stealing them? Uh, yeah, it's I a mean, four-person job. Right. Uh, it makes sense to buy something that's cheaper if it's the same quality of item i am worried that uh maybe perhaps while stealing these trees they are uh to a degree getting a little bit torn up or you know is there some quality assurance guarantee? i, I don't trust i mean uh, first off i'm driving yeah. like a fucking bat out of hell i'm worried that you know uh, we these... do a, we do a little uh cone maintenance after the, the theft okay okay so we'll, we'll spruce spruce that goose up spruce that spruce up and also, anyone out there who's feeling a little bad for these people, these these are the carnies of the Christmas world. They're they're they That's get I'm by saying. on taking what you've earned. That's why I'm saying when Mike goes to get his money back, I, I am very much looking forward to. Oh, we're like, all going together. We're all going to go. Right? And we're yeah, going to yeah, muscle up. Yeah. Because if I see that fucking tree still fucking out there that I bought, well, where else would it be? I'm going to kick it over and take it on the one. bottom branch, mommy, mommy. This I don't want one, it rained one. on either. All right, and I want it <laughs> well, out of the true. goddamn elements. I, I'm curious though. Delivers do you it sopping it? wet? Do you, would you rather see the tree there? Because if the tree wasn't there, then where would it be? The one that you bought. I don't think he wants it on display. He wants he wants a soul. That shit should have been bagged and tagged a day yeah. ago. <laughs> That's true. Well, you, you got, got dude. How much did you pay? By the way, uh, ten a foot. So you tip? What was it? Ten feet. Yeah, we paid hundred bucks and then twenty bucks for the stand because you need an extra large stand for something like that. But did you get the? Did you take the stand? The stands back with, with us. Right. We got the stand. Now I'm being told they're coming fucking Friday morning. It's like what? This is it's very interesting. Four days to deliver a, little, a fucking tree. We'll, we'll video it after this. Oh please, live blog it. All right. Well, Jeffrey, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'd love to be a customer just because mm-hmm. I want to support you in life and I love you. Appreciate and I think that. the undercut name is great. And of course, I'm a customer because I'm the best goddamn driver you know, and you're not pulling this off without me. Let's hear it from me again. Let's hear it from Jeff. Guys, you know what time it is. It's time for the mother 
whose udda we all feed from. <laughs> Is that that sticking guy? I love know? it, but I don't think we've ever gotten through it, through it without you laughing because I just look at you. And <laughs> say it again. Start from the beginning. It, guys, it's time for the mudda whose udda we all feed from. <laughs> That's right. Mama Bear, Mike Carnell. Mikey, bears, what do you have for uh, us today? I think it's also bears don't have udders, but I, I huh? love it. <laughs> It's a cow thing. Huh? <laughs> uh, so, boys, I was just recently, like I said, on a road trip. Uh, I went to Death Valley, I went to Yosemite, all the beautiful parts of California. And a part of me was thinking, like, as I'm hiking up these trails, how fun it would be. And I took and I, me and the Podfather Jake, this is kind of a co-idea, we talked about it in the car. Uh, you know, how fun it would be to go on a bit of a treasure hunt Ooh. Uh, in, these, in, these, uh, in these environments. But how do you get people to want to go on a treasure hunt, right? Treasure. Aside from just wanting the money. Yeah, the treasure and, uh, part. And also grief, which grief. is why I'm introducing my new company <laughs> Wait, called <what>? Legacy, <laughs> which is why I'm introducing my new company called Legacy Loot. And basically, what we'll do, we work with uh, the lawyers uh. of estates, okay? If you're a rich, rich person and, and you got, say you got an extra 30 grand and you have a, a 19-year-old nephew who you want to see the rest of the world, you give me that 30 grand plus a 15 grand fee for my services i'm gonna take that 30 grand i'm gonna go into the united states i'm gonna fucking hide this treasure and i'm gonna build a map now from there once you pass this map is passed down to whoever is designated as its receiver in the will from there they have 800 days to find the treasure if they don't find it the money becomes mine okay (laughs) why 800 seems like a good number it's almost three years yeah yeah because, you know, I can't expect you to just drop everything, but if you have a year to plan, a year to take off vacation, and right. then a year to find the treasure. So it gives incentive on both ends. Yeah, and hopefully it's enough money. You know, this is cash. This is all untaxed, okay? You, it, it, we're, the treasure is cash or The treasure is cash. This okay. is all And untaxed. I know from the get-go that it's 30 grand. <clears throat> yeah, and it's not like there's no, uh, you know, this is all backdoor shit. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's no document saying that there uh, there's an untaxed, 50 grand laying in the Grand Tetons. Right. You know, this is something I come to you, I find you. Here's a certificate of authenticity. Here's a video of your relative explaining it. And here's the map. You got 800 days before that 50 grand is mine. So, okay, we got the map. It's yeah. on a nice, cool piece of parchment. Oh, it, it top of the line parchment. I got great parchment, people. Um, what's I mean, stopping it, me? So. I guess there's uh, obstacles along the way. Oh, there's, I'll, I'll set a few traps, my friend. A few traps. Otherwise, you can just go to the well, point I, on the map. I guess a right? map. I guess a map is misleading. It'll oh, be more like like, like there might be pieces of the map missing, right. and then yeah. when you get to the one place, okay, now you'll need to like use clues to find mm-hmm. the other piece. It's mm-hmm. like Goonie shit, you know. Right. Yeah. You'll need to find the other piece of it, and then when you again, eight hundred days. Or that shit is mine. Maybe you hire a, a local actor to play One-Eyed Willie type of character. Oh, I'm doing all to... kinds of shit. With, and, and, you know, you can choose different tiers. It's more There can be more intricate. Uh, like, again, I hire actors to be like, pretend to be people they meet. Like, oh, well, hey, when he stops at this diner, walk up to him. Be like, hey, you look like a good friend. looking for adventure. And then hopefully he or she is smart enough to be like, oh, this is right, part of it. Right. I should listen to this dude. Mm. You know what I mean? I like that a lot. So it's just it's just a way for you know. There's a lot of grief when someone dies, and and sometimes you just need one more final adventure with the loved one that you have lost. Hmm. It's a bonding experience. And if it's anything. a bonding experience. And, and will I be setting traps for you? Sure. Could you get hurt? 
Yeah, but we always have people. I, uh, you know, I know when you're going. I have like uh, within the parchment, it's paper thin technology tracking devices. I can see how far you are. That way, if you get hurt, I'll save you. Why? Why are you encouraged to save though? If you get the thirty thousand dollars, not a monster. You know, so thirty thousand or fifty thousand. Because I'm setting bear traps. I'm setting. I'm setting very dangerous traps. <laughs> And I'll take you to the hospital and fly you out. You still it doesn't take away from your days. You still can right. start it's off. Actually, where it's you actually left. part of the journey, part of the adventure. Yeah. Oh. oh. Maybe the, the you have goal a, a sharpened stick through your calf. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. A bunch of sharp sticks went into your leg because you weren't looking when you were walking, and old one-eyed Willie led you astray. What are you going to do now? Go to the hospital and then keep continuing your journey. Your grandpa would right, want it that way. You have 749 days left. Get and if back, you're rich, get back on that horse. And if you're like come from a rich family and, and it's like your grandpa left you $250,000 in cash. Right, you did, and you, 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 space, you'd blow that at the club. Well, quit your you know? job and be like, well, fuck it. I have like a year to do it. Now, there's also, you know, there's tiers in terms of how much money you're spending. You can get more than 800. Base is 800. There's also like you can leave you know money for them to start their journey because some people can't afford to quit their job immediately upon the hopes that they'll find two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars so you can take some of that and allocate it towards like here's a car here's money for supplies this shit there's 200 grand more waiting for you if if you if, if you want i like it. that i like that and, and this is just cash buried in the ground yeah dude the government doesn't take doesn't know shit about it you can't tax ground cash yeah, it did. pablo it's, escobar style hell mm-hmm. yeah dude you gotta you gotta watch out for that rot though mike watch oh, i mean we have top of the line bags top of the line bags. really great beautiful yeah, what about narcos bags. dave season two holds up yeah oh, i never yeah. saw season one. Oh baby is it a show and does that man know how to bury some money? All right. Well, I'll ask you boys. Uh, <laughs> What's I'll ask the name you boys, of it? Uh, it's called Legacy Loot. Ooh. It's real fun. Right? Isn't that pretty fun? It's very fun. All right. Well, you know, it, it, it's the idea of finding a way to turn something negative into a positive adventure. That's what we all need nowadays, you know? And if there's one thing I like to do, it's make money off of grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I'm just performing a service, but just a nice guy performing a service. So, Dave, I'll ask, are you in as a customer? Investor both for legacy loot. Oh, well, I hope I don't have to be in as a customer because I don't want any close yeah. loved Somebody ones will to die, die eventually. No. They will. No. Someone you know will die. Mm-hmm. Could be Who me. Do you think will die first, me or Jeff? Jeff. Yeah, probably me. It's sadder to be the second one to die, right? It's, the race should almost yeah, be. That, that's, this point will have such, such ridden dementia that we won't know <laughs> each other. We will be looking in the mirror thinking it's each other. <laughs> having true. conversations with yourself alright well David customer for when one of us eventually dies or investor or both um, yeah I guess if it's like also friends and not just family I, I'd be it's okay whoever being, wants to yeah, leave you the money yeah, yeah yeah. I guess if someone's willing to leave me money you know I'm a customer that's what's up uh, investor yeah, inv- I don't know there's a lot of legal legalities not true I got ties. lawyers I got lawyers up the fucking coast you dude. know uh, I, I don't know how how many people would be down to actually do this I actually think a lot of people a lot of people are into the adventure are you stuff, only dude. making money are you losing money by planning all these trips no and no no, and no. And the overhead they, the overhead yeah, is yeah, great they, they, the okay. overhead's great I gotcha because I'm you know again top of the line parchment with tracking technology and everyone gets top their the different line. locations or you're burying a bunch of like is there is there no, one no, no, central it's, it's area unique. It's, it's unique well per, what I'll do Jeff is I'll take a, a consultation with the family member who might be passing or is setting up the will right and say he's like you know I met 
met uh, my wife, his grandmother. My wife. <laughs> Damn it. I met him in the, I met her in the Grand Tetons. We had a trip. It's where we fell Again in love. Again with the Tetons. Uh, is was, this place made up? <laughs> Grand Tetons is a famous place. Uh, sure. It's like, hey, I want my grandkid because uh, we're slowly killing the planet. I right. want my kid to experience Ooh. and like go through the park mm-hmm. and enjoy the outdoors. I want him to have the adventure I never had and, because I had children. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I left him this money. He's going to get the money anyway. He might as well have an adventure out of it. He's 20. He's getting out of school. Let's have some fun with it. And then or, I'll or, work or, with or, he, or he's 65, you know, and he needs to reinvigorate yeah. his sort of standing the, in life. The treasure's buried somewhere in fucking South Beach for all maybe he Maybe, maybe One-Eyed Willie is his new wife because it could also you know? be like urban shit like there's something like you got to go to like a top of a tall building in new york city and then right. when you look down at the right time as the mm-hmm. sun shines reflects off another mm-hmm. building shines onto the door of a different building very lord of the ringsy that's very the door Indiana you gotta Jonesy. go in you go in that you get key it's just all kinds skeleton keys i'll have a ton of skeleton keys catacombs there'll be catacombs if you want rats everywhere go to morocco Beautiful. I'm in as an investor. A customer? That's a great idea. Customer? It's, it's a fun adventure. Not. No? I'm sticking to Dave's uh, uh, haunted train ride instead. <laughs> Spent all my money Spooky. on that. No, I am in as a customer. It sounds like a, a real swell time, I think actually. I think you'd like also... You know, I wear... I, I'm not the only one choosing the map, but you know it's a very inclusive process. Mm-hmm. I run all the steps by you. We can talk about it. Hey, I don't like, I don't really like that. It doesn't really work for his personality. Right. Okay, well, you know, we talk it out. Uh, so you're like a wedding planner in that sense, essentially. Yeah, and except it's, it's I'm all, a treasure it's slightly planner. Westworldian, but yeah. a little more curated oh, a and a little less stupid. Yeah, and there's no uh, stupid twists that don't right. pay off. Yeah, stupid Westworld and shitty fucking Western melodramatic yeah. scenes. Everyone's trying to tell me that. Oh, Teddy, can you take me to where the <laughs> Mountains meet the water. <laughs> Are you talking about the beach, Dolores? There is a word for where the water meets the land. It's called the beach. Are you? Is that this whole fucking thing is about her getting to the uh, goddamn be beach? Fjord. Yeah, God. yeah. I think it's more of a fjord. No, it's a beach. So you watched till the end. Yeah, I've seen it. I've been to Norway. <laughs> it's a fjord. Very nice. Well, if you can fjord it, <laughs> oh, sign hey. up for Legacy Loot. There we go. I'm in. I'm gonna All clap right. it out. Oof, guys, solid first half of the episode. Brought to you by Hot Creamy. <laughs> uh, why don't we take a little break? We'll turn on the AC because this place is sweltering. Somehow this fucking studio is hot in the middle of fucking December, producer Nick. Don't date the episode. <laughs> I mean, there's a date when it comes out. Yeah, but we'll you know, a- people could be listening to this six months from now in the summer. True. Who cares? Well, it's maybe it's com- good. This comes out on Jeff's on our idea. Birthday. Jeff's idea oh, is Christmas big birthday, based. birthday day. Oh, yeah, this comes out on your guys' thirtieth birthday. Mm. All right, well, let, wait, let's take a break. Let's try let's- and get thirty thousand views. Ooh, let's take oh thirty for thirty. Maybe that'll be the hashtag for the episode. Nick, hashtag. What do you think? All right, let's take a break. Let's open up some windows. Let's cool it down, and we'll come back. And we're back. I was on a little phone call berating the people over at Christmas Tree Brooklyn. Uh, Mystery solved. The tree will get delivered Friday morning. They said we never heard of you, Mr. Carnell, before you even gave your name. (laughs) I was like... I like gave them location I bought the tree at, which is like next to Extra Fancy on Roebling. And they're like, Roebling? We don't sell trees on Roebling. I was like, what? <laughs> you you called us, and we a bought a tree. Roebling. It was uh, infuriating. But, you know, it's we figured it out, hopefully. You sound like one of those get the pine guys that I've been hearing so much about. <laughs> I'm going to get the fucking tree on Friday morning, and half it's going to be in the back of the truck still. <laughs> 
Eh, sorry, we lost some needles on the way over. <laughs> yeah, you face it towards the wall. You can blame needles for that. <laughs> uh, what? Wait. You guys smell that? Mm-hmm. It's this week's Catch of the Day. A segment of the show where we salute fellow hustlers out in the real world making it happen. This comes from our boy Gnome Fleischman, our... Uh, for those of you early listeners, he's our uh, our hip hop, our resident hip hop beat producer. Uh, he makes us beats when we were, we got really into rap last year, or maybe the beginning of this year. At some point around episode twenty, we started like uh, actually hating each other for like three weeks, and we we're making uh, vicious diss vicious diss raps. And Noam hooks us up with beats. Uh, no, so Noam sent us this way. Noam writes, "Hello, boys. Boy, do I have a catch of the day for you." Basically, in China, you're prohibited from buying certain high-end cars. For instance, a Mercedes. They're totally unavailable in the Chinese market. But super, <laughs> but super wealthy Chinese people will get car brokers to smuggle in foreign luxury cars. I have a friend whose dad buys these cars here in Canada and gives it off to whoever is shipping it to China for the broker. He is under no liability as to whether a car actually makes it to China or not, or even gets uh, or gets seized at a port. But he's obviously paid, paid back for the car in full by the broker and makes a few thousand dollars for his trouble. My friend says he does this four to six times a year and gets an extra extra 16K to do with what he pleases. Hmm. I really respect the hustle in this scheme. So easy. I'm ashamed I haven't started doing it myself. Much love, Gnome Fleischman. No, very good. Wait, Gnome used to have a different email signature, wasn't it? It was like, stay carefree and lucid. He's gotten a little more real the in heck? his old Gnome, age. dude, I love that. He used to always colder. send his emails like, stay carefree and lucid. Well, age and time will do that to anybody. Four you, months. Said, you said the submissions were too long, so I started cutting them down. <laughs> the submissions Signatures. are a little long. <laughs> I like uh, that. I like that it's like, obviously he gets paid. Like, yeah. obviously, by the Chinese... Car importers? I guess, like, yeah, who's, like, is he sending the car off, and then when they get the car, he's paid? I, I don't think, I think he gets it on delivery. He gets he gets the money. It still, it seems risky that he's, like, putting up, like, if he's putting the money up front to buy, like, the a broker. Mercedes. So I think the people in China pay a broker. Right. The broker gets the car from Gnome's friend's dad. Why doesn't the They pay now? him the full price for the car plus a couple thousand extra Pre-purchase, pre-purchase of the no, car? No, I think he delivers. I imagine it's like a, a foggy day at, <laughs> at, at the docks, yeah. and there's a couple of o- open shipping containers. Kind of like the, the, end of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the end of uh, uh, Lex Less Than 60 Seconds. Is that the name of it? The oh, Nick Cage? I believe it. Gone they, like, in 60 seconds. Gone in 60 seconds. Uh, yeah, where they, you know, they have like the shipping containers. Joliet or Finest. Uh, 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 listen, what's his name from fucking... Uh, Casey uh, Avatar. No. Giovanni Rubisi. Oh, yeah. Great. He gets in a lot of trouble. And actually an underrated Angelina Jolie flick. Oh. Much underrated. This Who's the bad guy Jolie. Who is the bad guy in that? Master P. Is, is it being... Master P? Oh, one it of... is Master P. <laughs> is he a bad guy? <laughs> I think so. I think like they put like a, a Molotov cocktail in Master P's car or something mm. like that. Like, Gotta be big... a Lambo. But so, yeah, I think the broker is paid by the people in China. He pays Gnome's friend's dad price of the car plus hey, a little uh, extra on, on the top. top well you're gnome's friend's dad right <laughs> <laughs> stay carefree and lucid <laughs> here's thirty five thousand dollars <laughs> that's canadian bucks too oh yeah that's you know. big time i mean that's pretty fun but like 
is the government like are you does the risk you outweigh buy the reward car? like is this if it's illegal isn't it pretty easy to track if someone bought like five mercedes in one year in china no in canada, no, in canada. and then, like didn't file the but paperwork that, oh because it's illegal to give away maybe he owns yeah. a dealership Wait, is it illegal to just sell something to someone in china like that's not your problem i don't think so yeah i, I wonder if this just... is all under the table too also, Canada may have, you know, they're, they're very, very easy with their import-export yeah, They're very pretty lax on their immigration. I oh, bet yeah. they're pretty lax on their import-export. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love Canada. Big fan of Canada. Huge fan of Canada. Uh, I mean, I think this is great. I would do this if I had the kit, like... Why not? It seems like you go to a dealership, buy a car, drive it to the docks, and are handed <laughs> $38,000. Yeah, it's a real win. No, seems like it's for letting us out. Can you email a little more information about how this deal goes down? I'll fucking fly to Toronto and buy a goddamn... And I mean, do they take uh, 2006 Civics as well? <laughs> What's the price on a 2011 Kia Sportage, <laughs> Gnome? How much can I get in China? <laughs> They don't sell Mercedes in China. That's weird. I said, Nick, can you Google, uh, Nick, Google, um, boiling Mercedes, not allowed to buy nice cars in China. And then let us know when you come up. Let's hear for Gnome while Nick does that. Very nice, Gnome. I mean, pretty great scheme. And to make an extra 16K just for buying cars and like driving them. I feel like that was, uh, it's a weird thing for your dad to do in his free time. Yeah. I gotta go uh, ship a Mercedes to to Beijing. Also, like, why not do why not do like fifty of them? Why not like why why five? Why like just the pocket change? Why not more? Why not make this? Oh, well, I think then it it has to be right. some because sort of right. There's got to be red flags that are raised. You can probably You're throwing like, in a, a container one car full, a season. Of, full of women <laughs> and they, to hide the 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 real scandalous one one car a season, the contraband, you know? if you will. Yes. That's pretty great. All right. Thanks for sending in. Also, if anyone has any catch of the days, you can send that. You can tweet at us. You can send to our Facebook page, which is Twinovation Pod. You can send in uh, to ideas at twinovation.biz, which is our email. And guys, I think we know what time it is. It's our favorite time of the show. It's time for the nation to rise up. This is the part of the show where loyal members of the Twinovation Nation have sent in submissions for their own schemes of the week. We'll read two of them. We'll pitch it around. We'll decide whether we'll be a customer or investor. Uh, normally, their ideas are a little bit better than ours, but you know, after the first half of that episode, I think it'd be pretty hard to beat. Pine guys. Pine guys. All right, you guys ready for the first user listener submission? Oh, yeah. All right, this first one comes from our girl. Well, how do you pronounce L-I-Z-A? Liza or Lisa? Oh, Liza. Liza. All right. This Lisa? one comes from... I don't know. Lisa? <laughs> You're thinking yeah. of a Lisa. I guess as, as I said or it out Lisa. loud, I was like, there's no one named Lisa in the world. It's definitely Liza. Lisa All right. Liza. <laughs> Liza writes, allow me to pose a question. What is the worst part about acrylic nail extensions? Does anyone know the answer to this question? Uh, when they, they break, when they're, you, pra- they're really painful when they break, I think. And when you try and take them off from, from Halloween costumes in the past, they really like, there's oh, yeah, it's you, such you, an you interesting sensation. Like an, your nail getting pulled up, it really it, it feels fucking, fucking weird freaky. and awful. All right. And for, very uncomfortable. For Liza, the answer is... Zipping up your clothes, typing, keyboard and iPhone alike, cooking, shoelace tying, necessary day-to-day actions we otherwise take for granted, all become difficult, nay, oh, we were wrong impossible, then. especially the longer your real nails grow while stuck to the extensions. Mm-hmm. My proposed solution. So everything? Yeah, everything. <laughs> I think she's just like, everything sucks. My proposed solution. My line of custom removable nail extensions, Nail Crow. 
which Ooh. is a wonderful pun on Velcro. Nice job, Liza. Consider clip-in hair extensions, Please. but for <laughs> consider clip-in hair extensions, but for your nails, you can take them off when you don't want them on, and simply stick them back on before going out. They will come in various shapes, styles, and sizes. All the fun of long, well manicured nails with none of the hassle. When you buy our nail extensions, your package will consist of a full set of fake nails, each with a fine Velcro underside, as well as a stick-on fine. Oh, I didn't know it was actually Velcro. Okay, <laughs> each with a Fine Velcro underside as well as stick on vine Velcro pads that you stick onto your nails. Huh. Mm. This way, when you want to wear your nail crow nails, you just <laughs> Velcro them on top of your nails. And when you t- want to take your nail crow's nails off, you gently peel them off. Please let me know your thoughts. Liza. Oh, we'll let you know our thoughts on Liza. Mike, Liza. get her, Mike. I mean, get her, Mike. Mike. I didn't know it was Take her into the track, brother. <laughs> I didn't know it was like actually Velcro. It, so when you don't have your nails on, you have like weird black Velcro on top of your fingers that looks like fuzzy. Well, they're nails. extensions, not re- they're not full nail replacements. But the base that you're sticking them to covers your whole nail. I thought it just covered the tip, but maybe it does cover. How the whole it, and wouldn't that come off tip? really easily? Yeah, you can't just. You I need think a you, strong base, right? I think well, it's the polymer. So now course. when I take off my nails, instead of, I have a fuzzy black nail shaped. Maybe that's the new look of 2017. Fuzzy also, nails. the problem is when it's on, it's going to be lifted off the actual nail because of the Velcro. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like flush Velcro. Yeah, it's, it's def- not going to be flush. It's going to be even flush. more unless vulnerable it's like a, than coming off. It's a crazy new micro Velcro. Well, she didn't say it was. So <laughs> we have to assume it's regular Velcro. Micro crow. I mean, Ooh, I like the idea of solving Vel- of solving that problem, but I don't see how regular nail extensions. Go over your entire I guess I don't neck. Know. Nick, you have a wife. Nail extensions go, they attach to whole, whole nail. nail. Yeah. So don't maybe they, they don't have like snap on nails. They must, right? Because, because then she said when your nails grow, everything grows with it, which made me th- think it was just the tip. No, because no. the whole nail is always growing. It's the nail grows paid. from the base or from the neck? <laughs> the bottom grows out. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. What do you think? Only the top? Oh, like, tr- that's how that's trees why work. when you see girls with like fingernails that who they haven't um, painted their nails in a while, it's right. like the bottom isn't right, painted. Right, the top right. That makes painted. sense to me. But because how sense. else would it work if it were from the top? Yeah, and you what wouldn't. Are you no, no, I was just clarifying you for the that, for the listeners out there who don't know how this works. I'm just I'm as you play oh, devil's advocate before. I'm playing oh devil's advocate now. Oh my god! And I just also know. want to say trees grow from the top. Oh my god! Trees grow from you the top. You don't know how fucking nails work, dude. <laughs> I'm having a coughing fit. You just thought that the white part was its own thing and grew, didn't you? The white, uh, the white part of your nails, the top of your nails. No, I did not. You just thought that that was what grew. I thought that listeners might think that, so yeah. I. Wow, dude! That's, I was pulling from that's their perspective. Embarrassing. I was pulling from their. Almost perspective. as embarrassing as uh, having a, uh, going to shake someone's hand and having Velcro covering all your nails. <laughs> What's this fuzzy on your fingers? I love the pun name. I love the idea. I just don't think Velcro is the execution, especially nowadays. I mean, there's so many polymers and glues that can be easier. I just don't... I think the idea is great. I think the way that you're applying the nails is misguided. Right. It seems like you're you're trying to cut corners a little bit, and in doing so, you're creating a different problem here. Okay? Are nail extensions, Nick, do they cover the whole top of the nail? I guess we don't know enough about this. Next 12 pages. What do you mean the top of the nail? 
Uh, I guess I don't know how nail extension works. Are they just complete fake? Well, didn't she say like hair extensions and then don't hair extensions connect to the end? Nick, what are we looking at? It's a whole nail thing. It's a whole nail stitch, guys. It's got to be. Which is why I don't think the Velcro works. Now, and then either way, you're you're peeling these bad boys off every time you need to send a text message. It's fu- yeah, and it's like a Velcro noise, and then you have Velcro, and it's. Just, <sighs> what if they can just? What if they're like you can p- pull them in and pull them out like they're? That's what I was. They're thinking. sort of almost retractable. Like retractable. Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's something. So, like, well, so where do they a, retract into? Uh, wh- wh- how does uh, it, it's stroboscopic, Michael? What does that mean? It means it's like uh, what are those things that it's those cups or those Russian yeah, like dolls? A, like a like tripod. A, more Russian like a, dolls aren't telescopic. Like a tripod, nesting a bit. It's like a tripod. Yeah, but that's what I'm asking. Is like if it's like a tripod where you're saying oh, maybe the, the legs ne- go into each other. Right. Like, are, where are the nails going into my finger? <laughs> the flesh. <laughs> It's going to be a, a, what if it's a minimally ring? invasive surgery. <laughs> it goes right down to your first knuckle. Maybe the base is thicker, and then that's a, that's a little that's a little tough. I guess like you just need to swap out the Velcro. It's for like something. a sheath, a sh- nail sheath. Maybe there's something you can put. Yeah, maybe it's a, that's a good idea. Maybe it's a sheath you put on top of. Right. Like it doesn't have to cover the whole nail, but it's like almost. I guess it can. It could. It could. It could cover the whole nail. I think that you just have to find a different sticky adhesive. We don't know enough about women or how women work to correctly critique your, I know your product here. I know plenty. I just don't know how nails work. What's the, what's the coolest part? About a woman? Yeah. Her gentle heart and her intuition. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> And that's how, how do we you, sell that? <laughs> how do we package that uh, into a product? I don't product know, Valentine's Day? <laughs> I don't know, we make them a holiday where we buy them stuff and we tell them we love them. Uh, all right, well, let's hear it for Liza. And I, I think my final thoughts are, price-wise, I don't know the price of nail extensions. The idea's great. It's, it's got to really, be a big business. You know that. I just don't think Velcro's going to work. Because also, have you guys ever peeled Velcro off of anything? Oh, like, brutal. good luck getting that off your nail. Mm-hmm. That's going to fucking rip your nail out. Yeah. And then you have to get some goo gone. And it, it's just Velcro can just be a real nightmare, is all I'll say. It almost seems like it should. I, I don't want to say magnetic, but something that like a flick of a switch and they just fall off. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's, um, you know, I like listen an to a ionized po- brace. I listen to a podcast that, like, they're they're taking gecko technology that, like, geckos have in their hands. This is what NASA is doing. Right. And they found out that if it pulls, like, it, say like you put your hand on a table and you pull it towards you, it sticks. And when you push it away, it unsticks. Mm. So there's that kind of technology, which maybe you could fuck around with, where it's just, like, a weird futuristic frictional polymer. I like that. I think, Liza, you're I on like the right track. I would love for you to go back into the the lab and cook up something other than mm-hmm. Velcro and follow us up with us on email. But let's hear it for her one more time. Very good. Of course, you know, we would never hate on a member of the nation. We, we're just, you know, we're just brainstorming. We're fans of you. Yeah. You guys ready to hear the next one? Oh, yeah. All right. This one comes from Spencer. And, Jeff, this one's a very long submission. Mm-hmm. Start trimming. <laughs> Start trimming, bud. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me take a little yeah, sip of water. water. Let me take a little sip of water because I this read is every other paragraph. Paragraphs. It'll probably still make In sense. In the meantime, Jeff and I can talk. Hey, Jeff. Hi, up? Dave. How you doing? Not much. How was Thanksgiving? Oh, it was nice. It was cool. Yeah. All right. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Spencer writes Hey, guys. Here's an idea I've had cooking up for a while now. Let me start by posing a question. What's. The <laughs> I like not reading these first. Let me start by posing a question. What's the worst part about working with Dave? Oh, 
It's probably my aura is a little mm, fickle and Jeff? pale lately. Jeff? Uh, the, the spanks are starting to reek a little bit. Uh, well, you're both right. It's the smell. <laughs> With TBI-induced smell damage and a general lack of grooming, Dave represents a key demographic of smelly people that just don't have the time or the social awareness to maintain healthy grooming habits. But what if I told you that there is a way that Dave could smell great without having to do any additional grooming or cleaning. I'm listening. <laughs> In a world filled with GMOs that will surely either save us or doom us all, I'm proposing a new line of GMO-based deodorants that won't have you spraying or spreading, but rather eating away yes. those pesky bodily odors. <laughs> this dude really this dude is really up Dave's alley. That's right, folks. I'm talking about genetically, <laughs> genetically modified garlic. Mm. Okay, let's Go see on. where he's going. If, you have, if you've ever eaten a shit ton of garlic, you know that your breath and sweat can smell like it for days. With a little bit of tinkering, my group of top-notch GMO scientists will turn garlic's, garlic's biggest negative into a positive, creating strains of the plant that come in different flavors while keeping all the health benefits. This is great. We will have garlic mint, garlic lavender, garlic cherry, garlic, garlic vanilla, and for you garlic enthusiasts, garlic garlic. <laughs> I like this guy. We can make strains with virtually any other flavor and odor found in nature and maybe even some colognes or perfumes. Just chomp down on a few cloves every couple of days or add them to your regular cooking and you're not only eating a healthy legume, is that how you pronounce that? Legume? Legume. Legume. But changing your natural order, odor at the source. Tired of smelling like hot ass on the subway? Too stinky to hit on people at the gym? Is your water bill too damn high? Well, folks, it's time we opened our eyes and our noses to my new line of GMO garlic that shall forever be known as GMBO garlic. The best part is we'll be able to market it as a natural health product or food supplement, avoiding many of the stricter regulations placed on medicine or sanitary products. Our product would sell for more than your average clove of garlic, think organic prices, but it would also be in heavier demand for an average user. Hope to have you guys as investors, your number one fan in Ottawa from day one, Spencer. Really Spencer, very good. Killed it, Spence. Go Senators, you know. Garlic smells good, though, doesn't it? Uh, but it it's doesn't like fun have an to eat, attractive it, aroma. It, it's so it. very. I know you've been out the smell game for a little bit, but nobody likes the smell of garlic unless you're like eating it in a restaurant. But uh, after that, it's kind of gross. Good to know. It's actually quite pungent, <laughs> and also like uh, what's nice about this. First off, you, we all know we're pro GMOs here. We're pro a pro GMO, GMO program. Mm-hmm. Uh, garlic also, like you know, Jeff. You, I'm you're you're a bit of a chef. Sure. You have you sliced the thin garlic before? Oh, you know I do. It gets Ma- got to use a mandolin. Does it not get sticky and get on your fingers? It does get sticky. Couldn't you theoretically use that as like a little dab on the neck if you got a GMO cologne, mm. a GMBO cologne? You I know believe what I mean? So yeah, like put it little, on your fingers, like just like so slice like, off a clove and dab it, dab it on the neck. If you're wanting to smell like garlic, yes. No, no, oh, no. Oh, you're saying with I'm the talking GM- about this with, with Spencer's. Oh idea. yeah, yeah. You're saying instead of letting it secrete through your body after consuming. Do both. It, do both. Maybe because maybe you're, you know, it's not uh, as strong as you would hope, but you're going out to dinner. You want right. a little refresh, slice off a little slice, put it on your neck. That's all natural, know. folks. That's all natural. Other put it on your wrist, put it on your neck. Part. Yeah. Ready to serve. I mean, That's first huge. off, uh, props to Spencer for uh, going right up Dave's alley with this whole entire idea. Edible deodorant? That's <laughs> <laughs> your dream, bud. That is kind of my dream. I thought of this. I submitted it. It's my idea. 
I'm Spencer. <laughs> now, I mean, and it's also like I love that you can get around the FDA rules because those are a bunch of fucking phone phonies and cronies and, and, and then frauds. You have to deal with that that bullshit uh, whole department that, that shelf, fucking mess. shelf space, uh, all, all that. Just going to the all clothes. that drab. That it's thing. just like you know, it, there's a pear section with red pears, mm-hmm, yellow pears, mm-hmm. Bartlett pears. They're always looking for more produce. It's like why can't we have more? Why can't we have different kinds of garlic? You know what I mean? I think it actually is that what GMOs can do? Can they like they can do whatever they want? Really? Yeah. Dude, also, with like CRISPR technology, they can go in there and put like a little fucking blueberry smell. CRISPR? Or something. You don't know what CRISPR is? No. I don't have the time, bud. Go Google like the CRISPR. Like the CRISPR in your refrigerator. It's uh, the future, Jeffrey. It's is like it, technology. Can you give me a little hint. They figured out how to go into DNA and modify it and create human beings. That's CRISPR technology. Yeah. Huh. There's a whole radio lab. I'd get into it if I were you. Is it called but CRISPR? CRISPR without the e. All right, let's hear it for let's hear it for Spencer. Listen to a lot of radio lab. I don't remember that oh, one. Oh yeah, it's a good one. CRISPR's everywhere. CRISPR It's is, making humans? It's modifying genetics. It's like the way to do it. To make edible deodorant? I forget. <laughs> well, you make edible humans. I mean, Spencer, great job. Guys, both Liza and Spencer did great. All the submissions are great. If you want to get in on this and and have us either tear your idea apart or build it back up, send your ideas to ideas at twinnovation.biz. You can tweet at us at twin at Twinovation Pod. Send it to our Facebook. Send it to our. Uh, you can leave a review in iTunes. Jeff is letting me know we're running a little low on submissions. Correct? No, not that low. We're running a little low and a little low. A lot of fans. Were you lying? There. They're me? all sending. Were you ideas. lying to me? Were you lying to me earlier? No, we just get a lot of. Someone keeps signing us up for goddamn trash emails, and I appreciate it if you stop spamming the goddamn account. <laughs> Motherfuckers, really. A lot of Domino's emails. I guess that's not really spam. Oh, though. but we did the Domino's we thing. We did do the Domino's thing. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad I don't deal with the emails. That's <laughs> your problem. But guys, we're running a little low. Uh, tweet at us. Facebook at us. Send us your ideas. It'll get on the pod. It could be a really steaming pile piece of shit. We'll read it on the cast. Yeah, of course. Don't you worry stop about smoking, that. Stop smoking. Stop blowing your vape into the microphone while you talk. It makes the room smell good. It does make the room Nana smell berry. good. Nanaberry. All right, guys. Hey, solid, solid episode. I'd say five for five. Yeah, five, five for five, five indeed. Five for indeed. five. Uh, as always, we like to plug what we're doing this weekend. Guys, it's your birthday. When this comes out, you guys will both be 30 years old. Oi vey. It's rough. Well, we're going to go to the Knicks-Cavs game five rows back from the fucking floor tomorrow night. Bron Bron versus Mello. About to see Bron Bron versus Mello. I mean, legit, if you guys, uh, well, I guess it'll be too late by the time this airs, but uh, if you had, if you saw us on the Cavs-Knicks game, that was definitely us. I guess we'll all wear Huff as a Snet shirts. Oh, we should. Guys, I only have games. a tank top, though. I Damn. have like twenty of them in my yeah, bag. Yeah, you do have twenty. Uh, I think <laughs> on me at all times. Yeah, that'd be fun. We can wear all this, all that stuff. Maybe we'll get even a. a I'll get a Knicks hat or we something. We should actually just get. We should make new shirts. Huff is a snitch. Different shirts. Can you get those done by tomorrow night at seven o'clock? Probably. Talk to your guys. I got a guy. I need four <laughs> shirts. Uh, Davey, what are you up to this weekend? Oh, well, I'll be doing that, and hopefully, someone will throw us a cool birthday party. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what we can do. It'd be nice if someone would do that for us. We're throwing you a party. Don't worry, bud. Yeah. Or maybe just a nice dinner. Yeah. Some yeah. solid food could do me some good. I'm working on a Mexican place, but we'd be eating pretty early. Can you get out of work at 3.30? On Saturday? Birthday's Friday. All right. <laughs> Come on, man. Right. I'm off work. I'm all yours. There we go. That's what's up. 
Guys, we'll be posting pictures all, all right, day we'll from, the pictures from the big three. We'll be posting pictures from the party, the big three zero, 30 for 30. Guys, if this episode gets 30,000 listens, uh, Dave and Jeff will shave their heads and we'll auction off the hair. Deal. Right. Deal. 30,000 listens? We're yeah. like relatively close to that normally. Well, I thought we were above it, to be honest. No, no. We're hovering around 20, 25. I'd love to get that 30K. It would mean a lot on my 30th birthday. All right. Guys. Well, let's see if we can do it, guys. So, again, stay tuned for those picks from the 30th birthday bash. And as always, stay scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, make some more. Now an open screw, sword today with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Oprah, Oprah, money, getting, getting, Oprah, money. Oprah, Oprah, money, getting, getting, Oprah, money, getting, Oprah, money, getting, Oprah, money, getting, getting, Oprah, money. Oprah, money. That was a headgum podcast.